From the Anajar yeah, and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Stone says he's put together an in-memoriam, a LaVica, Theo, and Stone in-memoriam of Tua Tungavailoa. Well, a LaVica. Okay. Yeah. This is personalized for you. This is a, okay, a Ken LaVica-themed in-memoriam <laughs> of Tua Tungavailoa. Is that more appropriate? Absolutely. I have no idea what any of this means. Stone says he worked diligently on this. <laughs> Like four minutes. Oh, okay. All right. Not so diligently, but he did work on it. That's the thought that counts. Here is uh, here is an in memoriam to the season of Tua Tungavailo. I'm just doing all I can to bring tears out of Ken to reach him to a breaking point today. And this is my uh, <clears throat> my best whack at it. I'm not ready for a Tua extension. And I suppose what I'm saying is I'm accepting that maybe Tua is not the long-term answer for the Dolphins at quarterback because as good as he is, when things are perfect, he's elite. Yeah. When things aren't perfect for him, when the seas get a little bit rough, he's ordinary. And that's not how you win Super Bowl. Five, Tua, puts it up, high and intercepted. That's- I don't feel any pressure at all. Um... I, I I have full trust in in myself. I have full trust in in um, you know what what I'm I'm capable of doing for our organization. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Sounds like it's spent. You spent four minutes on it. <laughs> yeah. Is this real crying? Yeah, our production it, staff it got was, busy. It was Ken when he walked in. Yeah. He thought he was alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was me in a private moment. Stone, Stone uh, betrayed my trust. Uh, John messages into it is not him. Disrupt his timing. He's below average. He does not have the ability to improv and extend plays like prime Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, etc. We can't give him an extension. So I got bad news for you. An extension's coming. Yeah. And this is crazy because what has happened, Pierre, is that I've spent years, you know this, being the president of the Tuatunga Vailoa fan club in Palm Beach <laughs> County and the Treasure Coast. And now I'm trying to be level headed, reasonable about this. I'm having a hard time believing the two is the long term answer. You can win 11, 12 regular season games with them, possibly win an AFC East with them. But I have dreams greater than that. Mm. I want a Super Bowl, and I'm not quite sure what the current setup the Dolphins have and with Tua, and what have become glaringly obvious is his limitations, that he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I like him. I think he's a good quarterback. I think depending on time of year, he's a top five quarterback, but I don't know if his play uh, on the road can carry into the postseason, which is why you would need a a home-filled playoff run. Does that make sense? I understand. I understand. You 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 don't see it as long term. How high do you draft the quarterback next year? Well, they're not gonna they're they're they not can't. gonna draft a quarterback. They're not. No, not with a pick that they have. Yeah. No. Well, in the in and, later in the rounds, like oh, like get like a mid round. Yeah, I don't think not, they, not, not not first pick. No. Yeah. Well, but right. I don't think they want that drama. Yeah, I think you might need that drama, Matt Lafleur. <laughs> Matt Lafleur didn't. We got to win. Drama. <laughs> we got to win. Evan Cohen had a really good point. He said these teams, and it was the tweet that he had that I really loved yesterday. These teams are gonna start drafting quarterbacks when they want them, 
Not when they the pack, need with them. the Packers being the blueprint. Yeah, and if your starter can't handle it, then tough luck. Right, go to the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you didn't have to. You know, you didn't have to go there. I knew it was coming. There. I knew it was coming. <laughs> tough, tough bleep. See you at the at the, uh, the Meadowlands. Yeah. Uh, can we hear Dak? Can we hear Dak? Do we have a Dak highlight at all? Do we have a Dak pick six? At all? <laughs> yeah, we do have a Dak pick six. I wouldn't call this that a was, highlight. This was the worst throw. Like, forget Tua's interception. This was the worst throw of the weekend. Uh, Dak. And the pick six that he threw yesterday uh, in the blowout loss to the Browns. Here's Dak Prescott on Fox. Getting two here, though. Here's Prescott over the middle. It's going to be picked off, and no one in front of him. Darnell Savage. Touchdown. Dak and CeeDee Lamb had no connection yesterday. Like, literally yelling at each other on the field during the game. It was bizarre. And then Dak. His postmortem on his performance, and this is what Dak had to say about uh, about another playoff failure. From the beginning of the game, uh, yeah, we got beat. There's no other which way to, around it, no way to sugarcoat it. Um, obviously, I didn't play well, uh, and shock. I sucked tonight. No, that was that was it. As, as I said, got it going a little bit late, but but none of that mattered at that point. And um, fault. That, that's all I really know how to do. Um, but yeah, th- yeah. I mean, it's it's about winning, and it's about about winning, winning, and winning in the playoffs, and and, the, and the getting to the last game, and, and winning that as well. And yeah, tough. Uh, tough. I sucked. That is the. the it, it was a tough night. For it me. was a yeah. very tough night, and I, it, I didn't see it happening that way. I mean, you look at the Dolphins and the Cowboys. Don't they feel like they're in similar spots now because they both go into an off season with the same damn questions they always have. It's like there's no progress that's been made at all. There's been no clarity. Yeah, you kind of looking at it, the picture, you know. Yeah, they are identical. They have a great receiver. They need other guys to step up. Mm. Quarterback, you know, question that's, mark. That's that's yes, that's it's it's not solved yet. But how do you? That's upgrade? the thing. <laughs> you, that's the you, thing. You get weapons around them. The Cowboys he, thought they fixed it, and they got tight in it. Ferguson, he he played well. He yeah, stepped up, but great. you know he. You know, I was out of reach, you know. <laughs> like, to me, though, and maybe maybe I just watch the Dolphins every week, and so uh, I've become numb to it. But to me, the, the, the Cowboys' continued failures is much more mystifying to me than the Dolphins' failure this season. Hmm. I, I, I don't know necessarily what on paper the weakness is with them, but they continue to fall short when it matters. And Dak is a huge part of that, unfortunately, and he's locked up. Yeah. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. That yeah. defense was supposed to be overwhelming, overpowering. It fell apart in the final couple of weeks. I mean, they got absolutely destroyed by Jordan Love yesterday. Yeah. I think the Bills showed us what the Cowboys were in mid-December in that game where the Bills yeah. won like 31-7 to or so. They ran the ball down the Cowboys' throat. That wasn't even like a Josh Allen Aaron game. Jones came to play, too. Yeah, yeah, and that's he the thing. Came to yeah. play. And the yeah. Packers, yeah, from, it was awesome. That opening drive. That the Packers had. It was Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones, right through the middle. And you can run on them. And also, the Cowboys have no run game. If you can't run the ball that well and you can't stop the run, you're not built for playoff football when it comes to January. So that's what happened to the Cowboys. They got bludgeoned. And if I didn't know Micah Parsons was going to podcast tomorrow, <laughs> I wouldn't even know he was alive. I mean, he, he didn't hear his name once. Non factor, non factor yesterday, but he did draw a holding flag. He did. Congrats, Micah. All the, all the whining and complaining finally paid off for you. Two of them. 
Two and it was an egregious two. Yeah. Two. The Micah you, Parsons Super Bowl. When you establish the run, you know. It, There's it, no it, Micah Parsons. Games in your favorite. Get, yeah, yeah, he's, he's not going to get involved. Uh, all that said, uh, Joe in Jupiter here on Levick oh, Theo. Let's go. Hey, Joe. Oh my gosh! Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Um, you know, I'm, I usually count on your show to make me give me a pick me up three years in a row. I've been listening to this show, and uh, it's another disappointing exit from the first round of the playoffs. Um, and all you can do is run highlights of our demise of yesterday, which is cool. That's cool. I got it. Uh, it's not. It, oh, it, it's a reality. It happened. You I have to just own up to it today. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I mean, I, I count on two people. Or two different things the next day. One, I do love Steve, Stephen A. Smith because at least he makes me laugh, just like your show does. And one thing he said this morning on first take was the last time we've got past a divisional round, Google wasn't even a thing yet. That's how long it's been. And then what y'all said earlier about Patrick Mahomes being 28 years old, he wasn't even born yet since we got past the divisional hey, round. Man. And I agree with the I agree with Devonte not Adam Devonte your previous caller yeah. saying. I do think McCarthy needs to go. Quinn needs to go. I heard Dan Orlowski this morning saying that Dak needs to go. But like you said, you're in a similar situation yeah. with the Dolphins. Right. We don't Except have anybody paid. else to replace. Except they so paid I, Dak. I don't agree. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to have. He's going to be sixty million dollars next year. So I don't know what oh. we. We're screwed, basically. <laughs> we're screwed. We're screwed. Um, but you know, hey, and I feel I'm so close. I've never been closer to changing my team. Come on, baby! <laughs> wow! Come on wow. over. At least it's the same state. I watched that Houston Texas game just or Saturday. I love the coach. I love those defensive players. Yes. And I love C.J. Stroud. Man, he's got a pretty ball. Just, I mean. How can you not? At least it's the same state, and I do have family in Texas. So oh, I'll have, a yeah. have a great day. Uh, uh, Joe, don't don't follow Theo's. Yeah, lead. Come on, that's baby. not to be emulated. Come on, CJ Stroud. I was going to ask him. Now, does Joe think the Houston Texans are the best team in the state of Texas? I don't think there's a question. Ooh, they're the only ones left. Yeah. And I will say one thing: CJ Stroud is so good, not just because of his pocket presence, but his feet. And my guy, Jupiter Joe, knows about good feet in the, in the pocket. <laughs> that is so, so true. Where's my drop? Let's go feet. There, there it is. is. <laughs> uh, Scott and Jupiter. Ken, I love the show. Thank you, Scott. But Theo's got a chill on the dolphin shade. A dude from Houston who once loved the Panthers changes his allegiance to the Chiefs and talks smack in your absence. Doesn't make for a good show. I quickly tuned to Colin Cowherd to listen to him <gasps> rip us. When was I clowning the Dolphins? Now I, I was being just, nice. It was Stone clowning the Dolphins. Shut up. Now, I just <laughs> I just want to tell Scott, thank you, sir. I do love what you just said. I think Theo needs to hear these things, <laughs> needs to understand what he's doing to the show uh-huh. with all of this fake fandom. It's very damaging. It yeah. is damaging. And, and shout out, Scott, one last time. Love you, bro. Shout Scott. Um, I will say... I got a Lombardi trophy oh. in my uh, in my case right now. Um, I'm one for one on those, and we're still in the playoffs, so I'm, ra- I'm not really hurt by Scott. One less viewer, but one more trophy in my case. Uh, Scott, thank you for the message. Or listener. Uh, Ricky messages in. My Steelers, Ken, will be right there with you today. Ricky, it's important to acknowledge that, <laughs> and you're right. They will be. <laughs> I, I don't have any encouraging words for you. The Steelers are going to get blasted by the if, Bills today. If the Dolphins were playing the Steelers... This would be a different conversation. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And they should be. And they should be. They should be. I know. It's uh, infuriating. At home, too. At home. That's that's like a, a three-score game. A three-score game. It, it they love playing bad teams. Next year, it could, could be the year. 
<laughs> I have faith in Mike McDaniel. <laughs> you know, He's got to put the weapons together. <laughs> Why do you say that while laughing? He's yeah. <laughs> so like a Miami Hurricanes fan. Yeah, like, why do you say that while I want, laughing? I, I, we, the solution is there. It's on the team. Because he's hope casting. It's on the team. And the right people are in the belt. Coach. It's on the team. Like, Pierre, Pierre, you don't have to kiss my ass. <laughs> yeah. You can just come in and, and and hang out with us on the show. Uh, you don't have to like be nice to me. I appreciate you coming you in. You hear that, Ken? Next year's the year. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, in Pierre. The I appreciate that, Pierre. I do appreciate oh, that. Man. Uh, your biggest that. single takeaway from the NFL playoff <laughs> weekend, Brian says, it was cold. That's true. That looked miserable. That whole thing looked miserable. I do want to ask you, Pierre, yes. because you see it. Well, you didn't see it. Um, you don't have a Peacock subscription. Um, but it's 30, wind chill of 30 below in Kansas City. Temperature by the end of the game of seven below. And you've got Tyreek Hill not wearing sleeves. Pat Mahomes' face is beat red. Andy Reid has a mustache and just uh, just gross things freezing on his face. It's awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the coldest game? Do you remember where the coldest game was that you played in and what that experience was? like man uh one of the coldest game was in washington dc but it was a night game Ugh, and it was later the in the worst. year yeah, yeah. Like it was like a monday night or a sunday night i think it was monday night and it was against san francisco when they were that defense yeah patrick willis yeah and, right, right. Bowman, and it was a night game it was cold you know and <laughs> as a receiver i'm at a disadvantage you're like trying to catch a, <laughs> right. i feel like you're trying Outright. to catch a rock and, and these guys are yeah. coming yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're yeah. not tapping they're running through you right right and oh um, yeah <laughs> and so I'm, I'm sorry i've dropped the pass in that game because it was because of the cold because yeah. of conditions how yeah. heavy is that ball how heavy does that ball you, feel you don't it's feel it you you feel after the fact it <laughs> your hands. Yeah. and you know you try to mentally stay in it but it, it did you it, wear it, sleeves I wore sleeves. I had the 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 pan brace. Yeah, 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 yeah. The warmer <laughs> and everything. Tyreek Hill said it's a mental thing. Like if you think you're cold, you're gonna be cold. Is it a mental thing? You get used to it, but when you are a Floridian, yeah, <laughs> you, you don't really yeah. ever want to be in a situation where you're trying to get used to it. Pierre, what are some things that NFL players have as a resource that not a lot of people know about? Like like the sock warmers, like the undershirts that are electronic. Like are these actual things that you hear about? They have things. They have have grease they have you know the under armor material but cold is cold when you're out there cold is cold yeah but they have the be- the benches the benches are offering they have little hand warmers where you put uh-huh. your little you know fingers in to keep the feeling but sometimes it gets too hot so it's kind of bouncing but <laughs> but those are the things on the instant heat yeah but you're out there you're out there <laughs> and, and you just have your little hand warmer in your little cubby but some guys don't use them uh, when F, uh, two years ago FAU played Middle Tennessee State in the final game of the season, and it was twenty damn degrees yeah. in mm. Tennessee. Again, this is December, so we go to uh, have a walkthrough once we get to Tennessee the night before the game. And kickoff temperature is supposed to be like thirty-two degrees, so it's in the twenties. We go to a local high school to walk through, and uh, Willie Taggart told all the players, "Do not put on." long sleeves. He's like, this is a mindset. Uh, you put on t-shirts. We're going to walk through for about 45 minutes. And so I was like, Hey man, I'm going to tough through this. It's fine. Like I went out there with like a jacket on within 10 minutes. I'm like, screw coach. I'm going back to the bus. This sucks, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I mean, there's no way I would handle that. Not a chance, not a chance. Uh, ben messages in my biggest takeaway from NFL playoff weekend, watching the Cowboys lose brings America together. They really are 
America's team. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Been doing it since the 90s, baby. Uh, I felt bad for them. I felt bad for them. That was a bad loss. That was that a was really, bad really bad, bad loss. At home, too. Uh-huh. At oh. home. Right. Uh, 1984 Finn says uh, that when you take into account what his peers are doing with fewer years, it's ridiculous that there isn't more pressure to fire Chris Greer, Dolphins general manager. How many years has he been there? He, he was the assistant GM for a while. He oh, was there yeah. under Mike Tannenbaum. Actually, we should talk to Mike Tannenbaum tomorrow. See if he, uh, we can get him to say that Chris Greer should lose his job. <laughs> Honestly, doubtful. I, I think the arrow is pointing up on the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Honestly, it is. AP we just celebrated is Chris Greer like six but, months ago. I, I, but, but we just sat here and had this really in-depth conversation about Tua and what is he and what can he do. Tua is going to have to be a part of this. He does not have to be. You can't. You're not going to go out and get Geno Smith yeah. well, we or Kirk, Kirk Cousins, yeah. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. You see, you look at his face for a second round pick. If if the Falcons were like, hey, Justin if, Fields could be had for a second round pick, and Waddle, give him Waddle. No, no, no. give him Waddle. No. no, no. You you build around a guy. You build around. So you still think Tua stays, and they build around Tua, even though he has clear deficiencies that Mike McDaniel's been trying to mask, but hasn't done sufficiently. That's his job, you know. He, uh, he, and you believe in Mike McDaniel? I believe in Mike McDaniel. I believe Tua can make plays. You know, it's just got to be two guys that he has confidence in, and in a dome. I, I just, <laughs> I'm kind of in a dome in Atlanta, South Florida. <laughs> I, just, I need him to be able to work past his second read. Like that would make me feel so much better if I knew that yeah. he could, had some sort of yeah. escapability, yeah. where then he had the ability to create. If things break down, and I don't trust him creating when things break down, there's going to be a high low read that they're going to install for him. High low, like hey, so that's the, that's going to be two, the fix coming two. up. Okay, we, we take one, we take one, we take one, and today obviously take away one, then we throw the two. But you know, those usually happen in the middle of the field, which is where guys get injured. Right, but situations <laughs> right, like right. that and, and concepts yeah. like that need to be like dialed up at, at certain points and by good spots with Mike McDaniel. Those yeah. are the things that are easy to key off of. If you know he's deficient in these things and you know, okay, expect some of these easy concepts, the high lows, give him mash in the reds. Like all these things, it, it's easy to tee off on if you're a defense. And they saw that. They took Tyreek out of it and there was, yeah. oh God. Have you ever been jammed? I don't know if you saw it, Pierre, the way that Legereus Sneed shoved Tyreek Hill into the dirt like that. Like, have you got, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I mean, have you got jammed into the dirt not in the, in the dirt. NFL level? Not in the dirt because that's a sign of disrespect. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but not in the dirt. But it, it, they catch you off guard sometimes. Yeah. You know? you know? and, and obviously, they were going to be physical with Tyreek. Yeah. I didn't see the game, but that's your weapon. So, you know, we have to make him work harder. So, hey. Other guys step up, please. Because you know? yeah. this, this is playoffs. Like we're, we're living week by week now. Yeah. <laughs> like there is no tomorrow. <laughs> Anything, anybody, nobody. Yeah. Uh, Ken's that, not having a good time today. No, I'm struggling. I'm not. Uh, I'm not pleased. I'm not pleased with anything. I mean, I I am hopeful. I I feel encouraged and brightened by Pierre. Sort of uh, lifting me out of the abyss here with the Dolphins. I I'll believe it when I see it. I'm I'm at that point though. How he feels about the Dolphins, I feel about the Cowboys. I have faith in McCarthy. I have faith in Dak. Now I don't feel the same with the Dolphins and Tua. I like what you said, but I would replace it with the boys. I don't think we need to have this heat and these thoughts and these feelings about the Cowboys right now. I mean, come on. I think we do because this happens to them every year. That's the problem. That's like the every problem. Every year they don't do anything to buck this discussion. Like they just buck up. Do you, do you remember last year? <laughs> yeah, they do. No. Remember last year when Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott has his last snap. Didn't even get the snare to him. I just got the symbol on there. He did. Yeah, we'll (laughs) talk. 
Like we, it just, <laughs> it's, 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 we have a longer, a much bigger sample size on the Cowboys, which gives me a little less optimism on yeah. where they can take it. Like, yeah. do I see Dak improving any more than he did this year? I don't know. Like, how can he get any better right. than like, how he was the, clicking on all the cylinders? constant Cowboys failures? And with Dak at the helm, uh, it's sort of now it's like you've got, it's like a second grader. So you've seen enough to know. Yeah. Oh, we've got a learning impairment. Yeah, like, this is a problem. Whereas the Dolphins, Dolphins are still a little bit in their their infancy, where it's it's like ah uh, late developer, yeah. uh, maybe just a late bloomer to walking, but there's still hope because your cousin was also a late bloomer when it comes to walking as well. Nice. And so uh, so so the Dolphins maybe will mature to something beautiful and something functional. Uh, th- I just feels like bad right now. Yeah, right. Maybe it, like Jared like Goff. the Lions, like the like Lions. Uh, when we return, let's do our dog bleep Monday. Let's also. Let's also uh, count all the ways that I'm eating bleep today because there are so many ways I'm eating bleep uh, that span across the NFL and college football uh, as well. Have you heard, read, or seen something in sports this past weekend that you said to yourself, my God, what a load of dog bleep? Well, good news for you. We have your outlet right here. It's a dog Um, bleep Monday. Dog Thank you, Coach Shala. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. Join us in a Dog Bleep Monday, won't you? First, let me tell you about the South Florida Fair. Some of you joined us on Friday on the first day of the fair. The fair goes through next, next weekend. They are underway, full-fledged at the South Florida Fairgrounds. Get out there. Dive into the fun. The fair theme celebrating ocean and marine wildlife. See a live shark show. We saw the sharks get up close with sea lions we did our show right next to the sea lions and plenty more opportunities to enjoy an immersive underwater adventure great fair food my god did we consume that and your favorite fair rides theo won a whole chiefs basketball chiefs kingdom discount tickets and ride vouchers on sale now at Publix and online southfloridafair.com the south florida fair is open in west palm have a whale of a good time at the south Florida Fair. Dog Bleep Monday on the way. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Pierre Garcon with us on this Monday. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken Levick at Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. Ariel From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Pierre still selling me on Mike McDaniel. Listen, I'm pro Mike McDaniel. I am. I just, I'm, I haven't felt lower about him after the last five weeks. But, but, but Pierre, who, by the way, was on a Mike McDaniel containing coaching staff <laughs> in Washington. That's your guy. Yes, you trust yes, in him. Yes, yes. Was he was he your position coach? Position yeah. coach, so, offensive coordinator at one point, run game. So he's going to get it together. That's his job. Okay. That's his job. The, the question is though, how early do you draft a quarterback? So you, you <laughs> or how soon do you do it? Yeah, 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 like like yeah. Fifth round cuz they got Kirk too. You remember Kirk was uh, a yeah, yeah, same year as RG3, yeah. So maybe just was take it a, the sixth round or fifth round? Fourth, I think fourth, it was fourth, fourth, fourth round because they got RG three with the first. So, so fourth round sounds, you know. So they already so, had RG three on the roster when they first took pick. Kirk no, right, right. Second in the same pick. year. Yeah. yeah, same year. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that was like Come a big on. thing. You, you got to understand the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you need help. Yeah, 
you got knee pressure. It's just with the Dolphins now, they're in a spot. As soon as they take a quarterback in the draft, it's going to be, ooh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Every year is like that. Yep. Oh, we drafted the receiver. Yep. Oh, we drafted yep. the running back. Oh, uh, snap. We thought the running back position was good. Did you, uh, use, the, did you use the watch the draft and be like, man, they better not pick a receiver right when, here. They better. <laughs> no, well, you, you kind of know what's going on on the team. Yeah. <laughs> you're not surprised. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> when you're in the building, you're in there, you're seeing the same thing everybody else is seeing. Yeah. Pierre, would you be opposed to going after a veteran, like bringing in a Gardner, Gardner Minshew or an older guy? Gardner Minshew? I, I'm <laughs> Hold just, on, I'm, I'm gonna walk out of here. I'm, real quick. I'm, I didn't actually mean Gardner <laughs> I, Minshew. I understand. I understand. But I mean, like Gardner. what they what they did for he'll Anthony Richardson. Like this is who he'll you know we're putting our faith. He's literally left the studio. But for the Colts, <laughs> it's like we're putting all of our eggs into this Anthony Richardson basket. But we have a guy who's competent and can play. Like the Dolphins have I done understand. this with Jacoby Brissett. They've done this before. The Fitzpatrick. You want to do it again? I think you you put Tua. <laughs> he wants to bring Fitzpatrick back and do a little. You put Tua uh, in the leadership role, and you should have him guide. Uh, you, you have absolutely. him set the example. Uh, and we're looking for him, you should have him set the example. We're, we're looking for anything at this point. He can't move. What happens? He can't. He, 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 he don't want to get hurt. Okay. I, you know, you know. They say in the pocket is safe, but you know when you run, they're protecting the quarterbacks. You got to use those to your advantage. You know. Yeah. You slide a little earlier. Can I interest? <laughs> can, can I? Can I interest? For some reason, quarterbacks can never do that correctly. But the ones that figure it out play for a long time. Can I interest you in a Jordan Travis? Can? Uh oh. Uh, if he's healthy, if he passes the physical. To be honest with you, though, wow, what what a steal if you're able to get him. You can get him like the fifth round. If you're able to get Absolutely him, you can. I'd be in, I'd be good with that. You might be able to get him. Like, I mean, sixth round. Why would you push it back that far? I, I would jump up you, and get you, a guy like that in the fourth a, round. You need a thrower. Yeah. You need a thrower. But why would you reach to get? Jordan Travis, yeah. if you could get him in the sixth round, somebody might get him in the fifth. That's a steal, though. You can well, well, you can fall in love with a quarterback. Like, once yeah. you fall in love with a quarterback, you can bl- bl- make him, you know, who you want him because he has that natural ability. They got Kirk in the fourth. Look, look love makes you do. Up. Love makes you do wild things, <laughs> don't it? Once you fall in love, I mean, it's just because we get in these later rounds. It's the Sam Hartmans, right? It's the Keaton Slovis's. It's who? It's the thing. It's who? No, who is that again? You know who Keaton Slovis is? From where? From USC and then Pitt. They oh, said, yeah. We're talking sixth or seventh, eighth round, oh, aren't we? Narduzzi's guy, huh? Yeah. yeah. Ah. <laughs> but the J- I don't know that guy. The JT Daniels, okay. all these kids. The well, I think Lee. JT what, Daniels retired. What about Zappy? Billy Zappy. What if we bring, <laughs> yeah. him, bring oh him into compete? That's one of his favorite guys. Yeah, I, I, I know. I know. He throws touchdown passes, too, though. This is what you need in the NFL. You just, now it's just ancestrally all in the AFC East. We're just trading these quarterbacks <laughs> to each other and everything. You need somebody to get the ball downfield. Not I, want lateral. The, I want the record to show. I want, I want the record to show that we just had a conversation where Bailey Zappi came up yeah. as a potential <laughs> to a safety valve, where uh, Gardner Minshew came up as yes. a potential safety valve. Whoever that guy is from Pitt, he came up as a potential safety valve. Like we had, we legitimately had that uh, that conversation. Can we do a dog bleep Monday real quick? Uh, first, st- uh, Theo, if you could tell us about Kaiser Golf, a little bit about Kaiser Golf, oh, please, and then we'll man. dog bleep Monday. It. Uh, first off, before I talk about Kaiser Golf, I got to shout out my coach, Coach Peter Pete. What up, Pete? Pete held it down uh, this past weekend. Um, on Saturday mornings, I have my golf lessons at Kaiser University's Golf Coaching Center. And, uh, yeah, Pete, he's he's held it down for me and Tina home team. We've worked on the chipping. We worked on the pitching. And the latest rendition that we did was also just more so working on striking the ball, having good striking on the golf ball. And a lot of that comes with positioning. So it's funny. 
This is one thing I've been skipping in my golf game before I ran into this guy, Pete. He made me, instead of just walking up to the ball and swinging and taking my shot, he created this little box behind the ball, and he calls it my think box. And what do you want to do in the think box? Ken, can you give it a guess right here? Uh, Visualize your sw- well. Yes, Ken. Sorry. No, yes, Ken. I don't know tunnel vision. Tunnel. Okay, you're you're bad at this. Pierre Garcon. What what would I do in my think box before I take my shot? I think you would think. I think, and I visualize. <laughs> I was gonna say it. Do we go? Say, okay, I'm you sorry. Visualize your All swing. Right. Visualize where you want the ball to go. This is your think box. You spend that time thinking. And yeah. before I took every swing on that Saturday morning, I would stand in the think box. I would visualize where I wanted that ball to go, and, and it didn't go there. No, no, no. <laughs> at first, it wasn't. But I will be honest with y'all. I had never felt better walking off of any kind of golf establishment or course than I did this past Saturday morning because I hit a bunch of those balls like consistently in the air and I hadn't been able to get much loft on any of the uh, shots I was taking before that. So I learned ball striking and I most importantly learned taking a second, standing in that think box and visualizing my shot. And it's worked out very well. I'm not sure how well it's going to work for me when I do jump on an actual (laughs) golf course and I'm five beers in. But you know what, Pete? (laughs) You know what, Pete? I'll try to remember to keep the think box in mind. And that's the kind of stuff that you get from the Kaiser University Golf Coaching Center. Kaiser University Golf Coaching Center right off I-95 in the Turnpike. Uh, Check them out at the flagship campus, kaisergolf.com. Coach Shala, please bring us in to a dog bleep Monday. Um, dog (laughs) Before we get in, got one more quarterback. Sorry. J.J. McCarthy? Mm. He's athletic. He's athletic. He is. He can move. Yeah. He can Just move. Like two, he's got a strong run game. <laughs> All right. Here's our dog bleep Monday. If you spent your hard earned money to buy a Peacock subscription for the Dolphins and Chiefs, NBC has a message for you from Mike Tirico congratulating themselves on taking your money. This from the Peacock app. We're in Kansas City, but what a scene last night as the Chiefs began to fetch their Super Bowl title with a 26-7 win over Miami, a night memorable for many reasons. So many unforgettable images from the fourth coldest playoff game in NFL history and the passion of NFL fans added to the record books. An average of 23 million people streamed the game on Peacock, making the first ever NFL playoff game to be exclusively streamed. The most streamed event of any kind in the U.S. ever. Super Wildcard Saturday was also an all-time record day for U.S. internet traffic, with most of those people interacting with NFL content online. Congratulations to our Comcast and NBC Universal teammates, and thanks to Commissioner Roger Goodell and our partners at the NFL and all the fans yeah. on this record-setting collaboration, a milestone moment in media and sports history. The story. So, NFL fans, Mike Tirico, on behalf of NBC, wants to thank you for letting NBC participate in the largest cash grab in National Football League history. Oh, boy, is that tone deaf. Man. <laughs> oh, Man. boy, is that tone deaf. Thanks for your five ninety nine a month, and congratulations to us. That's literally what that was. Haven't seen a bigger cash grab since uh, Albert Hainsworth. Oh, hey. oh, was he a teammate of yours? You know guy. He's not a teammate of mine. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Another prop over Washington uh, Pro Bowler, though. Um, oh, man. Dog. Theo, what's your dog bleep on this Monday? Dog bleep Monday. Uh, this is an easy one. The Buffalo Bills franchise, the Buffalo Bills organization, how the hell 
Do you have your fans shoveling the snow for you? You are a multi-million, multi-billion dollar conglomerate. You guys are an organization with all that money and resources, and you got the guys that you expect to pay money to watch your football games coming at night in the middle of the cold, in the middle of a blizzard, in the snowstorm to shovel the snow for you? Have you not enough money? Can you not be better to your fans? Nobody deserves more. I think paying them twenty dollars an hour. Twenty? They were paying them twenty dollars an hour That's and, not feeding enough. Them and feeding That's them. That's not enough. You got your fans coming to the stadium, shoveling snow for you. The Buffalo Bills organization, nobody deserves this. a win more than the Buffalo Bills fans. And I hate the organization, the Buffalo Bills, for putting your fans to work. I don't I, care. 20 an hour, it should have been 40. They would have done I'm it for free. This. It's dog bleep. All right? Uh, what I'll say, um, here's my dog. I'll, I'll throw in a, a Bills-related dog bleep. Uh one, stop ripping me for ripping the bills for that game being moved because of winter weather. I get it's dangerous. I get there <laughs> was a travel ban. I get it was a whiteout. And I, so I understand that. But don't try and halt me from continuing to preach how the bills are handled with kid gloves and have more excuses than any other team in the history of the NFL. Oh, it's too snowy. Oh, it's too cold. Oh, it's too hot. There's no, con- oh, the turf. There's no condition the bills are comfortable playing in at all. This just lends to that. But, Here's my issue. The stadium, the stadium in Buffalo sits in an area called the snow belt up there in that area. They get more snow than any other area of western New York off of the lake. What are they going to do? Build a new stadium. What are they not going to have? A dome. Where is it going to be? In that same snow belt. They're building a $4 billion stadium in the same place where they're going to get all that snow and move all those games. The NFL should say today, you know what, Bills, you're mandated. Move the stadium location and put a roof on it. Yes. And that's part of it, too. Yeah. How do you not see this coming? Right. You, why, why would you not want a roof on you? <laughs> yeah. Why would you not want a roof on it? Why would you not want a roof on it? That's why the organization gets dog bleep as well. The Bills deserve the mere four-day turnaround they're going to get oh, yeah. after this playoff game today. If they make it through to tonight. If they make it yeah, through tonight. Or this afternoon. Yeah. This early game. Uh, that's Theo. That's Stone. That's Pierre Garcon. I'm Ken Levick at Levick at Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Port Pierce Westwood head football coach and ultimate troll and annoying Jets fan Chris Coquel. Quickly, what? <laughs> Rag arm in the cold weather. Belichick loses the breeze hall and ends his career. <laughs> ah! oh, Dolphin fans are the best. Patriots fans eat it. Jets are the best team in the division. Thank you. That was efficient. That was nothing if not efficient. I'm real glad that I went to that. <laughs> Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care as offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County and the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Oh, man. What do you, what do we think about today? What do we think about today? Tonight's what, games? Yeah. Uh, I mean, technically today in tonight's games. Right. I just, I would, I, Steelers, Bills, I have no read on, right? Like, that's impossible. And I think the Bucks and Baker Mayfield make a run at the Eagles. The Eagles I think, are so susceptible. I think the Bucks beat the Eagles. I think the Bills should dominate Pittsburgh. 
Really? Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. I don't, th- I don't they, know. Yeah, they I'm not they should not skate through that. Yeah, I'm not having a hard time reading that. I, yeah, I agree with should, Pierre. I they lost TJ Watt now, so like, yeah. like, it's just the the conditions of the game, and then the quarterback of the Bills. It's just so much volatility. Yeah, I would not. I, I agree. One of the best quarterbacks but in the league. It the, should be. Easy. The field's clear. All right. They shoveled the field for twenty dollars an hour. The seats, <laughs> not so much. The field clear. I think are, the Bucks win. Are the Eagles gonna stuff and blow? Like that's. Because they've been saying yeah. he was having an issue at inside the building, like I, losing AJ Brown. They got an issue everywhere, right? Yeah, now. They got an issue <laughs> all over the place. Losing AJ Brown, we got to see how they respond. Yeah, because yeah, well, be... the game's in Tampa. They're the they're fend- they're the, they're yeah. the the division champs. Yeah. So, uh, those games coming up later today. Special edition, two o'clock home team momentarily for Theo and Pierre Garcon and Stone. I'm Ken. Bye bye. Chiefs King. <laughs>